Hello everybody, I'm back, just for a little kind of sharing of something that's come to mind recently, something that I found very supportive. Now, I just want to set the scene. I am currently in my car, in my Bilingo, so like for anybody who knows the Bilingos, you'll know, but essentially it's quite a big car and I've taken out the back seats and I've slept in it before when I went to Mull. Um, and this time I'm actually going to sleep in it tonight with my dog, which is really, really exciting actually, because as you will know, if you listen to the last episode, me and my partner broke up and we're sharing Bomber between us. It's a very amicable, very loving split. Um, and split, that might be something I'll talk about on this as well, actually. I decided I don't really like that terminology breaking up I'm not hmm. anyway I'll try and remember that later on but uh I can't have bomber at my mum's at the moment because she has a cat called Diego who is actually funnily enough from um my this my sister's cat but when my sister broke up with her boyfriend quite a few years ago now maybe I don't know four years ago five years ago something um Diego then came to live with mum because my sister was living in Manchester and which is really hard to find somewhere and obviously somewhere appropriate for a cat as well in Manchester. So Diego's there and Bomber and Diego, I mean, never the two shall meet because, well, Bomber would probably just try and kill him and then dissect him and consume him. We don't want that. Um, and if he didn't do that, Diego would still just get incredibly scared that you just can't have them in the same house. It's just not possible unfortunately but there's no way around it it's uh Diego got chased well I think he briefly got chased by a dog that managed to get into the garden um I just sort of spooked him and he ran off and then he went missing for like that day which is not like him he came back and then he had a urine infection which is something that cats can get when they get stressed and that was ongoing for a good few weeks that whole situation so it was just he's a and very quite a, a stressy, anxious, timid cat with things he doesn't know. So it would not be fair on him to even try and like navigate having, you know, some sort of like closed door situation. Anyways, so I'm here in my Bilingo. She's called Matilda, by the way. And Bomber settled in really, really nicely. Actually, we went for a lovely walk. We're just by these gorgeous woods that are on the border between England and Scotland. Um, Kershaw Woods, I think you say. Been here before. They're, they're quite a big woods, so there's loads of places you can like find layabies and stuff. And yeah, so this is kind of what I'm going to be doing of my weekend so that I can have Bomber and spend some time with him. And I'm really glad that he is just settling in tonight. And um, he did pretty much as soon as I got into the back and started setting up, he was already like, all right, cool. I got it. I'm just going to sleep. Um, It's not raining so much now, but you might hear a bit of that on the van which sounds really nice but essentially what I like a kind of epiphany that came to me yesterday morning because this week I did my Reiki level one training which I've done online before but doing it in person my god that was like a group therapy session two-day group therapy session and it was incredible lovely amazing Carly took me through that journey well actually and you know the journey that you go on as a group all them beautiful women and it was just really incredibly healing 
And of course, when we're talking about Reiki, we're talking about, I say of course, maybe you don't know, and I also didn't know this about Reiki for a long time, but Reiki is essentially energy. It's universal energy in its simplest definition, I guess. And so I've been thinking a lot about energy recently. And I was thinking about how, you know, when you could think, well, at the moment, for example, I could really sit here and think that I've lost everything, everything that I once knew. And, you know, you have to honor the ego and you have to honor your attachment a hundred percent. And I do, but, you know, loss, I'm not sure if that's quite the right word for me. And so this came through when I was out on a walk and I started to think about how, when we talk about, I just looked at my phone, it was 444. I see that as a lovely sign of protection. Thank you, angels. And I've been seeing a lot of angel numbers recently, so very supportive. And um, anyways, yeah, so I was out on this walk and I started to think about how I can think about, you know, the loss of a life that I was living, the loss of where the relationship that I was in and everything that comes with being in a relationship from his daughters, um, from his family, to to Bomber, to the house, a recent change in a job. Um, and it can feel like you can see it as a lot of loss. But I was on this walk and I thought, you know what? Loss isn't the word. It's not the right word. Because when we're talking about things in life and we're talking about something like a relationship, I believe we're talking about energy. And what I mean is, like, the energy of just what you put into things, the energy that we all are, and this is something that I believe, but when you go to that, what's the law, that idea, I want to say it's Einstein, but that the energy can never be created nor destroyed, it can then be transferred or passed between one thing and another, which is like a physics law, I don't know necessarily how far that goes of energy, of course, I really don't know, but putting all that together... If we actually see the world and view things as energy, I'm not seeing now that I have lost anything because it can't be lost. It can only be transferred to something else or transform in my mind to something else. So rather than seeing all this loss, and we can do it with so many things, we can do it with relationships, we can do it with jobs, house, we can even do it with with bereavement and it's like I said, it's so important to honor where our attachment was and what our body knows of that previous life and the change that it brings. And when I talk about ego as well, it's really just talking about, it's a very beautiful thing, ego, but it's it's more kind of fear-based because it's all about protection, a lot of it. Um, and yeah, attachment. But actually... None of these things will were lost to us energetically. They've just transformed. They've just transferred to something else. That doesn't mean that grief doesn't exist because 100% it does. Do honour that. And that's something that I'm really aware of at the moment because there's a lot of grief going on. But I actually find a lot of comfort in just seeing that my relationship is changing into something else the energy is changing the energy I believe that we're both quite tenderly moving it on to a different type of relationship because 
you know, when you have ways that you are sort of still communicating with a previous partner, maybe you have children together, maybe like me and Dave, you have a dog together. Um, maybe you've got financial ties or house, whatever. You are still having to form some sort of relationship with that person. And so I see it as like a change in energy. I see this as a um, an evolving to the next stage in our relationship, which is navigating this really consciously. And I really honestly have opened up to the idea of seeing it all very much as like unconditional love. You know, in a relationship, there is there is the attachment, there is the romantic side, there is so many different aspects to it. But I now, I think, you know, I've been obviously very lucky that it's ended in a real loving place, but it's now how do you, how do we hold the space for the energy to transfer into something else? And of course, it doesn't necessarily mean that you, you can see it like not that all the energy stays there, that you could see it as though, you know, you're moving into a friendship and a way of navigating being, um, co-parenting a dog I guess in my scenario or whatever scenario that you're in if you're kind of in that place but and you can see is how much energy I actually want to give to it you know this is actually a bit of a, a little practice thank you Carly for sharing this it's different ways of seeing this but if you could just see energy as being something that can't be created or destroyed so it's just constant and it always is and you know effectively it, it, it doesn't go no energy goes so if you see yourself as energy and you see yourself as like if you wanted to split yourself into like quarters and then into eighths not actually physically but like there's different parts of your body and see that's your energy splitting how much of your energy do you want to transfer into something else and how much do you want to leave with whatever it is that you're navigating? And I think what's really kind of interesting about that is to know that the energy isn't going to go anywhere. It's just your choices to where you want to put it. So, yeah, that's been really helpful for me. I hope that makes sense. Maybe I'll go into that a little. Is there anything I didn't really share about that? I think that's what I kind of mean. Do let me know what you think and if that's something you agree with. But it's really just helped me think, do you know what? Let's not, yes, appreciate the loss that my ego is experiencing and the loss of, of all of that. But let's not see it as though actually anything is lost because it isn't lost. It's just transferring into something else. And I can choose how much energy I want to put in it or what the energy, you know, the energy feels like that I give to that, to that thing to you know my previous relationship and how we navigate going forward and how much energy I give to myself right now how much energy I give to family and friends how much energy I give to focusing on my future and so on and we can just see this in you know it doesn't even have to be when you have experienced a big change in life or what you may have seen as a loss it's can just be every day like how much energy do I want to give to something but knowing that it it isn't lost either that makes sense and I wanted to oh I, I remember this this is very impressive for me but I really I've decided I just kind of struggle or I feel like the terms of a breakup or a split you know we splitting up all them kind of things I just I don't think that I like the energy to do with them terms you know like it's obviously easy to explain things that way and I get that and there is definitely there is definitely something to 
using words in a way for communication because that's really you know massively what they what they're used for so you know it's easy because people understand them terms but again I think it maybe comes to the whole energy idea but this idea of splitting up or breaking up I think it also to me feels a bit wrong in that it feels as though you were only complete when you were with that person you know like you're breaking up you were, you bonded together and now you've broken up and I think it's okay like I'm thinking of it now I'm thinking that's kind of cool when it comes to energy your energy is is breaking off in in maybe different directions but it's just I think it just sounds a bit like I don't know exactly I hope <laughs> I'm not explaining this very well and a lot of me now wants to delete this uh delete this this podcast so far because I feel like I'm just rambling but I just think it's important to not focus so much on how that that breakup is affecting your worth or how complete you are if that makes sense because as well I think often when you use those terms and when you really do see yourself as 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 breaking up or splitting up it's leading into the energy idea it's this idea that you can break the energy or this idea this idea that you are losing something i guess it all kind of comes down to that it just doesn't feel quite right and i know this term is actually i don't know i can see it's quite twee really but i do actually see it as like what I'm going through is a bit of a conscious uncoupling. I joked to Dave about this as well, but like, I know he gets it. But this idea that you're con consciously navigating how to uncouple, how to, you know, uncouple yourselves, rather than using those terms like break up and split up and, you know, being dumped or ending something. I just think they're so final as well. And that's not me saying I'm holding on for anything, but that's me saying that, like, I think in that it can actually cause more damage than good because it creates some sort of severance with, within the kind of the terms and how that could come across in your mind. And it just feeds back into the idea of energy to me. Like, how can we navigate a breakup? How can we navigate anything where we have a big change? How can we navigate that tenderly and gently and see it as the energy moving from one thing to another or it just transforming into something else rather than seeing it as a loss or a split or a sort of a separation? Yeah, a lot of me really wants to delete this. I'm going to keep it here. <laughs> Um, yeah, hopefully that makes sense. I would love to hear from you and let you know what your thoughts are on these topics, on energy, on the, the language, the terms there, how they sit with you. So if so, you can just reach out via the links below. Thank you for listening. Bye.